Dissecting Gender Pay and Tax Gap, Shifting Paradigms and Overlooked Narratives. Welcome to Information for Life Insights and Ideas to Navigate Your World. In our ongoing exploration of complex societal issues, we venture today into the realm of the ever-contentious gender wage gap. This episode, Dissecting Gender Pay Gap, Shifting Paradigms and Overlooked Narratives, explores the layered reality of gender wage disparities and how consistent oversimplification of this issue diverts our attention from the critical underlying challenges. Before we explore further into our discussion, let's take a moment to unravel the terms that underpin our conversation today. Specifically, let's talk about univariate and multivariate analyses, two fundamental concepts in statistical research that significantly influence our understanding of issues, such as the gender wage gap. Univariate analysis is a form of statistical analysis that deals with one variable or one type of data at a time. In the context of our discussion, if we're looking at the gender wage gap, a univariate analysis would involve examining wages solely in terms of gender, comparing the entire pool of the wages of men versus the entire pool of the wages of women, and drawing conclusions based on that comparison alone. It's a single variable analysis, which, although simple and easy to understand, is designed to lead to further analysis, yet leads to oversimplification of complex issues and is easily misconstrued as correlation driving causation. Bytwork, 2004. Consider the gender wage gap again. Yes, on average, women tend to earn an overall pool of money that is less than men's overall pool of money. That's a fact. But when we examine wages purely based on gender, we fail to consider other far more important influencing factors, such as occupation, education, experience, and hours worked. This oversimplification distorts the reality of the issue, suggesting a cause and effect relationship where one may not exist, or oversimplifying a multifaceted issue. For example, with a univariate analysis, there's also a significant gender tax gap. Women, as a group, take significantly more money out of the system than they put into the system, the result being that men as a group are still supporting women, as a group, financially, even in 2023. However, you don't hear about this likely since it doesn't fit a convenient narrative. This is why univariate analyses are often frowned upon in academia. They might be a good starting point, providing an initial understanding of a subject and leading to further research questions. Still, they ignore the complex interplay of variables that shapes the real world. Service 2000. In contrast, multivariate analysis involves the simultaneous observation and analysis of more than one outcome variable. Multivariate analysis, as the name suggests, considers the impact of multiple factors at once, and can reveal patterns and relationships that a univariate analysis misses, Grossman and Cross, 2014. For instance, in the case of the gender wage gap, a multivariate analysis might consider not just gender, but also factors like occupation, experience, biological realities, and hours worked. It might reveal, for example, that within certain professions, the wage gap is far narrower, or that the gap is far less pronounced among workers with similar levels of experience. It presents a more nuanced, comprehensive view of the issue, Grossman, Gerlach, and Dennison, 2020, and leads to questions which could actually fix the issue, such as starting a conversation around why we as a society deem professions such as computer programming to be monetarily worth more than, say, elder care, even though both are equally important in a developed society. In the case of the gender tax gap, women tend to live longer than men, this fact alone means that women are more likely to draw on social safety net benefits for a longer period. This includes programs such as Social Security and Medicare, which are generally funded by tax dollars, Chernu, 
M. Sabic, L. Chandra, A. Gibson, T. and Newhouse, J. 2010. Also, women are more likely to take time off from work for caregiving responsibilities, whether it's for children or for elderly family members. This absence from the workforce impacts their lifetime earnings and consequently their lifetime tax contributions. It also means they may be more likely to rely on public assistance programs during these periods. England P. Budig M. and Fulbray N. 2002. Multivariate analysis isn't without its challenges, though. It requires a larger sample size and more complex statistical techniques. It takes far more time and effort. But the insights multivariate analysis provides can lead to a better, more in-depth understanding of actual issues. Ultimately, that's what we're striving for in academia. Not simplicity, but depth and accuracy of understanding. Strawson, 2018. The Equal Pay Act of 1963 in the United States made it illegal to pay different wages to men and women if they perform equal work in the same workplace. The law states that no employer having employees subject to any provisions of this section shall discriminate within any establishment in which such employees are employed between employees on the basis of sex by paying wages to employees in such establishment at a rate less than the rate at which he pays wages to employees of the opposite sex in such establishment for equal work on jobs the performance of which requires equal skill, effort, and responsibility, and which are performed under similar working conditions, except where such payment is made pursuant to 1. A seniority system, 2. A merit system, 3. A system which measures earnings by quantity or quality of production, or 4. A differential based on any other factor other than sex. Under the Equal Pay Act of 1963 in the United States, equal work is defined as jobs that require equal skill, effort, and responsibility, and which are performed under similar working conditions. The law does not insist that the jobs to be compared be identical, only that they be substantially equal in terms of skill, effort, and responsibility. Skill, measured by factors such as the experience, ability, education, and training required to perform the job. It is not based on the skills that an individual employee may have. Effort. The amount of physical or mental exertion needed to perform the job. Responsibility. The degree of accountability required in performing the job. Working conditions. This encompasses two factors, physical surroundings like temperature, fumes, and ventilation, and hazards. While the law uses the term equal, in practice it's interpreted as substantially equal. This standard is applied on a job-to-job -job basis. So jobs are compared in terms of their content, not their titles. As we further our exploration of the gender wage gap, we'll be applying these principles of multivariate analysis, looking beyond gender to understand the multiple variables that influence wage disparities. We'll dip our toes into the vast complexity of the issue, untangle some of its many threads, and strive to paint a comprehensive picture of reality. We begin by acknowledging the fact that statistical evidence points towards a disparity in the overall earnings of men versus the overall earnings of women. However, we must also note that simply pointing at the difference between what all women make versus what all men make doesn't reveal the entire picture, Anderson and Rainey, 2017, and can actually be divisive and misleading. This univariate analysis, one that simplistically correlates wage disparity with gender, is guilty of obscuring critical variables at play once we perform a multivariate analysis in this multifaceted conundrum. For instance, the myriad of occupational choices is a factor that often goes overlooked. The narrative woven around the gender wage gap disregards the occupational sorting patterns. It is not that women are prohibited from choosing certain jobs. 
It is that statistically, they often do not gravitate toward professions such as plumbing, garbage collecting, or power line repairing. Flew in Swift, 2013. Here is a list of male-dominated jobs, defined as being more than 50% populated by men, and their corresponding median annual incomes as of 2021. This data was gathered from databases such as the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, Glassdoor, Payscale, and Indeed, and can vary greatly based on region. Pilots, $121,430. Nuclear facility workers, $108,370. Oil rig workers, $86,000. Power line installers and repair workers, $72,520. Ranchers, $67,950. Agricultural managers. Farmers. $67,950. Agricultural managers. Police officers. $65,170. Morticians. $58,310. Electricians. $56,180. Cell phone tower. Repairers. $56,000. Plumbers. $55,160. Steam fitters. $55,160. As per plumbers. Merchant mariners. $55,000. Iron and steel workers, $54,210. Coal miners, $54,040. Firefighters, $50,850. Diesel engine specialists, $48,500. Carpenters, $48,330. Heating and air conditioning. Installers and technicians, $48,730. Sewer inspectors, $48,220. As per construction and building inspectors, Landfill equipment operators, $48,160. Truck drivers, $45,260. Embalmers, $45,040. Solar panel installers, $44,890. Welders, $42,490. Roofers, $42,100. Mechanics, $42,090. Cement manufacturers, $41,650. Cement masons and concrete finishers. Crime scene cleanup workers, $41,000. Industrial machine operators, $40,770. Loggers, $40,650. Asphalt. Road workers, $39,080. As per construction laborers. Sanitation workers, $37,840. Garbage collectors, $37,840. Millers, $35,600. As per food and tobacco roasting, baking, and drying machine operators and tenders. Crab fishers. Income can vary greatly. $35,000 as a rough estimate. Charcoal makers. $33,100 as per production workers. Livestock sperm collectors. $31,590 as per animal breeders. Roof and gutter cleaners. $31,200 as per janitors and cleaners. Portable toilet cleaners. $31,200 as per janitors and cleaners. Renderers. $31,200 as per meat, poultry, and fish cutters and trimmers. Landscapers, $30,440. Ground maintenance workers, $30,440. High-rise window washers, $28,920. Security guards, $29,680. Slaughterhouse workers, $28,450. As per meat, poultry, and fish cutters and trimmers. Soldiers, varies based on rank and years of service. Urine farmers, this median salary data was not available, unfortunately, but a quick search on ZipRecruiter suggests the hourly rate is between $13 to $33 an hour. Now let's explore some female-dominated industries. 
defined as being more than 50% populated by women, and their corresponding median annual incomes as of 2021. Again, this data was gathered from databases such as the U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics, Glassdoor, Payscale, and Indeed. Physicians and Surgeons $208,000 a year Pharmacists $128,090 Human Resources Managers $116,720 Nurse Practitioners $109,820 Veterinarians $95,460 Occupational Therapists $84,950 Speech Language Pathologists $79,120 Clinical Counseling and School Psychologists $78,200 Dental Hygienists $76,220 Registered Nurses $73,300 Insurance Underwriters $70,020 Dietitians and Nutritionists $61,270 Public Relations Specialists $61,150 Special Education Teachers $61,030 Librarians $59,500 Elementary and Middle School Teachers $59,420. Kindergarten teachers, $56,850. Paralegals and legal assistants, $51,740. Social workers, $50,470. Child, family, and school social workers, $47,390. Health educators, $46,910. Medical records and health information technicians, $42,630. Dental assistants, $40,080. Medical assistants, $34,800. Preschool teachers, $30,520. Please note that while these occupations are defined as female-dominated, it does not mean that all roles within these occupations are primarily filled by women, and also this varies by region and other factors. Furthermore, the figures given are median incomes, and individual earnings can vary widely based on factors such as level of experience, geographical location, level of education, and others. The labyrinth of life choices has countless corridors, each leading to different doors of opportunity. We see that men disproportionately opt for doors leading to higher-paying occupations in technology and hard sciences, such as petroleum engineering. There is a certain allure to the dangerous, the physically demanding, and the outdoors, and it is towards these occupations, construction, oil field workers, commercial fishing, logging, a poll that men, more often than women, seem to answer. Grossman, Gerlach, and Dennison, 2014. But it's essential to see beyond the allure of these jobs. These decisions, daring and often strenuous, come with their own tales of triumph and tribulation. They carry financial rewards, yes, but they also present risks, often substantial risks, both physical and emotional, sometimes at the cost of personal fulfillment or work-life balance. The perceived wage gap then often becomes a reflection of these choices, Choices that involve long, grueling hours, unfavorable shifts, and extensive traveling, personally, 2017. Men are often found occupying jobs with minimal human contact and dirt under their nails, embodying roles as prison guards, steel workers, and truck drivers. The value of long, unforgiving hours, harsh shifts, and the willingness to travel extensively often contribute to the perceived wage gap, personally, 2017. Looking closer, the story unfolds in even more complexity. Other factors come into play, such as experience in the current occupation, recent uninterrupted experience with the current employer, and frequency of work absences, Grossman, Gerlach, and Dennison, 2014. It's not just about who does what job, but also about who's been doing it longer without interruption, 
and who's more likely to show up every day. Again, this is not a declaration that women are averse to these jobs or incapable of doing them. It's a reflection of statistical reality, and it points towards a deeper issue that we need to address. Why are certain professions so heavily gender segregated? What social norms and expectations are pushing men towards certain jobs and women towards others? Let's dive into some potential reasons behind these trends. Socialization and gender stereotypes. From a young age, girls and boys are often subtly guided towards different interests and fields. Toys, books, and media can all contribute to this. Girls may be encouraged to play with dolls and cooking sets, nurturing their caregiving instincts, while boys are often given toys like cars and building blocks, which are linked to fields like engineering and mechanics. Over time, these early experiences can shape our understanding of what jobs are appropriate or desirable for our gender. Croft, A, Schmatter, T, and Block K, 2015. Educational choices. These early gender stereotypes can later influence educational choices with young men and women being steered towards certain fields. For example, men are often overrepresented in fields like engineering and computer science, while women often dominate in fields like nursing and education. These educational choices can directly impact career paths, Stoet G. and Geary, DC, 2018. Workplace cultures. Certain industries are notorious for their macho workplace cultures, which can be hostile to women. For example, women in male-dominated fields often report feeling like they need to prove themselves to a greater extent than their male colleagues. On the flip side, men entering female-dominated professions might be stigmatized as well. Eli, RJ, Ibarra, H, and Kolb, DM, 2011. Structural and Practical Challenges Practical issues like the lack of maternity leave, inflexible work hours, and the expectation to work long hours can make certain jobs less appealing to women, who are still often expected to shoulder a significant amount of domestic and caregiving responsibilities. Conversely, men might be dissuaded from entering female-dominated professions like nursing or teaching due to lower pay and prestige, Williams J.C., 2010. In addition, there are evolutionary and biological factors at play here, which should not be overlooked. From an evolutionary perspective, some researchers argue that traditional gender roles have roots in the survival strategies employed by early humans. For example, men might have been more likely to take on high-risk tasks, such as hunting, that had the potential for high rewards to include the attraction of a mate, while women might have focused more on tasks that ensured the immediate survival of themselves and their children, like gathering food and caring for offspring. These roles could potentially have shaped the evolution of physical and psychological traits in ways that still influence modern gender disparities in occupations. Biological factors such as hormones can also influence interests and behavior. For example, testosterone has been associated with competitiveness, motivation, and the desire to achieve in addition to an increased willingness to strive for status and success, risk-taking, often necessary for innovation and leadership, and dominance. These are all traits that might draw individuals to certain types of work. In addition, testosterone is linked to spatial abilities, such as mental rotation and spatial visualization. Men generally perform better on these tasks than women, and some researchers attribute this partially to testosterone levels, Gucci and Kimura, 1991. Conversely, estrogen, linked to enhanced cognitive function and possibly playing a protective role against Alzheimer's disease and dementia, and oxytocin, associated with trust and empathy, and shown to reduce stress and anxiety levels, associated with relaxation and mental calm, have been linked to nurturing and social bonding behaviors, which might influence other occupational choices. 
However, it's important to emphasize that the impact of these factors is complex and can't fully explain the gender segregation observed in modern labor markets. Even if there are some innate differences between men and women, the influence of these differences is likely to be heavily moderated by cultural and societal factors. For instance, societal expectations and norms, along with the use of our prefrontal cortex, can either amplify or suppress biological tendencies. Moreover, it's essential to note that while averages may differ between sexes, there's often significant overlap in traits and abilities between men and women, and individual variation within each sex can be greater than the differences between sexes. It's important to remember that, while it's likely that evolutionary and biological factors play a role in shaping gender disparities in occupations, these factors are just one part of a complex array of influences that also include societal structures, cultural norms, and individual choices. Clearly, the issue of gender segregation in professions is multifaceted and deeply ingrained in biology, evolution, societal norms, and social structures. Overcoming this segregation requires a concerted effort across all levels of society, including changing cultural beliefs about gender, implementing more family-friendly workplace policies, and addressing sex bias in schools and workplaces. It's crucial to understand that in discussing this, we aren't denying the existence of gender wage disparities. We are calling for a more nuanced conversation, one that takes into account myriad factors that influence men's and women's career decisions and ultimately their earnings. Service 2000. When we examine the wage difference between all men and all women, it's crucial to move beyond simplistic, single-variable analyses. We need to explore deeper and refrain from setting men and women in opposition to each other. Only by understanding and appreciating the complex nature of this issue can we begin to unearth the real truth and potentially pave the way for meaningful, transformative change. Remember, despite what some may argue, our interdependence is a fact of life. We all need one another and we each have unique strengths that we can bring to the table. Thank you for joining us on Information for Life. Tune in next week as we continue our exploration into insights and ideas to navigate your world.